On episode 423 of Nintendo Switchcraft, we've got a brand new pro controller on the way, or do we? Luigi's Mansion has a contest. Asphalt 9 first impressions and Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo Olympics. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Smashblock, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back, everyone. Switchcraft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. You can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode is not live. I was not feeling quite well enough to record right after work today, so I postponed it until later, and that's why you are not getting this episode until later today. Uh, But anyway, this episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Who Takes All My Names? I love that name. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining our Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp and leave a voicemail for the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device. I might even play it on the show. Before we get started, I've got a, well, I'm bringing back Run Jump Stomp. We have, I've lost probably... I would say 80% of the listeners who were subscribed to Run Jump Stomp are now not subscribed to Run Jump Stomp. And the reason is because I told them that I wasn't going to be doing more episodes over there. Well, I, I found a better way to do it. So if you are interested in stuff that is not necessarily Nintendo news, make sure that you head on over to um, anchor.fm slash run jump stomp, or you can just go to runjumpstomp.com slash shows, uh, for more over the, uh, for all of my podcasts of which there are many. All right, let's get started. Let's talk about Nintendo. Now I know how you're spending the holidays watching Nintendo. Uh, there is a patent for a new pro controller. Apparently this comes to us via Japanese Nintendo and uh, they actually are, uh, they, they're thinking a Japanese website called JPlatPat, which I don't know anything about, and it's in Japanese, so I can't read it. But Japanese Nintendo is really, really good at translating all of the Japanese stuff over to English for the rest of the world. Uh, they say Nintendo Company has applied for a new game controller patent in Japan. The patent aims to enhance the operability of the game controller. The patent uses a controller, um, uh, basically looks like the Switch Pro controller, with connected front and rear housing body parts, plus gripping parts on the left and right side. The housing body is covered with the grip portions, which cover the entire grip part. So it's easy for the user to feel when they grip the grip portion, and thus the operability is improved. What does that really mean? Well, they've got this, uh, the handles uh, of the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller that they're showing. It looks like the the handles come off, but I think that that's just showing that those handles are made out of a different material in order to make it grippier. I, I really don't know why this requires another patent uh, outside of what we already have. Now, it is possible that these uh, the wings on the controller 
uh, that they come off and you can swap the colors in and out, which would make sense. I mean, it's not like we haven't seen Nintendo do stuff like that before. We can go back and look at their DS line where you could get, um, especially the 3DS, not the XL, but the smaller one in Japan, you could get these face plates that would snap onto your uh, Nintendo 3DS and make it look cooler. And they had those face plates that you could buy in Japan. They never made it over here. But that's, this modular design is something that Nintendo has done in the past, where you can change things up and snap things on and off. And of course, with the Nintendo Switch, that seems perfect. You know, people, you know that there's going to be people out there who have a certain set of Joy-Cons on their Nintendo Switch, and they want those Joy-Cons to be uh, reflected on their Pro Controller. And if this patent allows you to take these parts on and off easily, then people are going to be able to do that. And Nintendo can sell those accessories, uh, you know, chunks of plastic for X number of dollars, or in this case, it looks like yen. We don't know if this will make it over to the, the Western audience or not. I think it seems cool. I like the idea of being able to customize my my um, Pro Controller. That being said, I probably wouldn't. And the reason that I probably wouldn't is because I have not touched my Pro Controller, I think, even once since I got my uh, SN30 Pro Plus from 8BitDo. That controller is fantastic. I love that controller. It's so comfortable. And I I thought the that the Pro Controller was fantastic, but the SN30 Pro Plus is even better. And it's not often that I... I tend to avoid third-party software and hardware. I tend to stick with whoever made whatever device I'm using. I tend to stick with their hardware. I tend to stick with their software. I don't tend to focus on third-party stuff. But the 8-BitDo SN30 Pro Plus is a fantastic controller. And... You know, maybe if that one comes with this swappable feature, then I might consider it. But I don't see myself buying another Pro Controller unless it has some actual functionality that is different. Um, you can take a look at the the link in the show notes in order to see exactly what it is that I'm talking about. Uh, check out the link in the show notes over at runjumpstomp.com. This is episode 423, so you can see those show notes. All right, let's talk about a statue that you might be able to win. A Luigi statue, in fact. It looks really, really cool. This is on my.nintendo.com. And if you want to enter the sweepstakes, all it costs is 10 platinum coins. Now, I I have to admit, I don't really remember how you get platinum coins, but I have 900 platinum coins just sitting on my Nintendo account. So you can enter up to three times. Each time costs 10 platinum coins. So I went ahead and did that because I never used the platinum coins for anything. And this is a very, very cool looking statue. It's Luigi looking terrified as he always does. He's got the um, the Poltergust whatever version is in this particular uh, Luigi's Mansion game. And he's sitting next to that ghost dog with whose name I forgot. It looks really awesome, and I would love to have it on the shelf behind me. First prize, five winners will receive the Collector's Edition Luigi's Mansion PVC statue. 
the estimated retail value is a hundred bucks. Wow, that's expensive. Uh, you'll also get a cool Luigi's Mansion T-shirt, which glows in the dark. It's got that ghost dog on it. From uh, it's green and it glows in the dark. It's awesome. And a Luigi Luigi's Mansion Three poster uh, that has an estimated retail value of ten dollars. Oh, by the way. The estimated retail value of the um, T-shirt is $30. I think they're overestimating how much I would pay for a T-shirt, but that's okay. Second prize, there are 10 people who will win second prize. That comes with the statue. Um, It looks like it's a smaller statue because it's got a smaller price. Uh, But, oh, this one, okay. Uh, this one is just Luigi without the ghost dog. So there you go. That estimated retail value of $79.99. Also uh, win the T-shirt and the poster. Uh, And then third place, I don't think there is a third place, but no purchase is necessary. All you got to do is use your uh, platinum coins to enter. And if you want to link in the show notes, or if you want to link, go to the show notes and uh, runjumpstomp.com. This is episode 423. With that being said, let's take a quick break. We're going to hear from a sponsor. And when we come back, I've got a couple of of, uh, YouTube videos to talk about. Stick around. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape... You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back. Uh, Asphalt 9 for the Nintendo Switch. I had a, a few people tell me about this game, and I did a first look video, which you can check out over at my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. But, you know, it's cool. I'm, I was impressed. This is not normally the style of racing game that I like. I very much prefer racing games that are more like Mario Kart or Sonic Team Racing, like that style. This type of racing game that is more realistic, and I'm using realistic with big old air quotes because this is not very realistic, but like this kind of game doesn't really appeal to me. At the same time, it's also a free-to-play game that has loot box mechanics, so I'm not as interested in that either. It also, apparently, I've only played a little bit, so I haven't run into this yet, but it also has mechanics, apparently, where... You have a certain amount of fuel, and if you want to race, that costs fuel. And if you run out of fuel, you can't race, but you can buy more fuel if you want, or you can just wait for your fuel to to come back. This is a very common mechanic in uh, mobile games. So Asphalt 9 feels like a mobile game without a doubt. It, it has real-world cars, and it has realistic graphics, 
The way that the game plays is not realistic, however. It has lots and lots of very fast boosts that you can do. You can also have your car just do a 360 in the middle of the race, and if you hit other cars when you do that, you can knock them out. The The thing that impressed me about this, and the reason that I'm that I'm recommending you check it out, is A, it's free, so it doesn't cost you anything to try. But the real reason why I'm recommending that you check it out is because it feels perfect for the Switch. First off, it looks really good. Uh, the, the, the audio is kind of forgettable, but it, it looks really good. And the, the races are incredibly short. Like, I'm talking insanely short. Less than two minutes long each race is. So if you're sitting someplace and you're waiting, you can get like five, ten races in while you're waiting to do something and you wouldn't even really notice the time going by. And that's a perfect game for a portable system. So Asphalt 9 for the Nintendo Switch, again, I've only played about 20 minutes of it, but what I played was really impressive and the game is free. So give it a shot. I think that you might actually have fun with it. Speaking of games that I think that we should give a shot uh, a shot to, uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games uh, Tokyo 2020 looks incredibly fun. Uh, it looks like, you know what this game reminds me of more than anything? It reminds me of Wii Sports. In so many ways, this reminds me of the feeling that I got when I got the Wii and people came over to the house and we all were bowling together or playing baseball or playing tennis together. It was really, really fun. And there's a reason why the Wii flew off the shelves. It is like an incredible success for Nintendo. The Wii flew off the shelves and Sony and Microsoft sat up and they said, okay, we got to give this motion control thing a try. It turned out that motion control really wasn't the end all be all, uh, but there were good things that came out of it, like gyroscopic controls being added to controllers on the Nintendo Switch on the PlayStation 4. I think that that's fantastic. But motion controls... Uh, you know, they ended up not being the way that we want and that the most of us wanted to continue playing. However, that experience of playing Wii Sports was incredibly fun. And every time I see more from Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, Tokyo 2020, it makes me think of that feeling that I got, except instead of having these generic characters, although it was fun to have these generic characters that looked like us. Instead of having these generic characters, it's the Mario uh, people. It's the Sonic people. And that just seems really cool. Now, why am I talking about this? I'm talking about it because there's a new commercial where there's these people in an airport. They're getting ready to fly to Tokyo. And then the, the flight is delayed. And this kid pulls out a switch. And then this girl pulls out a switch. And everybody gathers around. And they're all... Like, their faces are insane. These... Like, Nintendo, you've got to get different actors for your ads. It's just, like, nobody acts like this. And, like, there's... <laughs> I'm watching the, the, the thing right now, and all of these people are gathered around this kid who is pretending to run in place, and they're all cheering and clapping for them in the airport. It's a ridiculous commercial. It really is. However... It's kind of working, not because of what they're showing, but because the gameplay that they're showing, I really 
think that this game is going to be a lot of fun. Am I going to get it? I don't know. I mean, I might wait for it to go on sale. It's not a game that I feel that is super important that I play, especially because there's so much for people to play right now. We've got Luigi's Mansion coming out on October 31st, and then this game comes out November 5th, and I just got The Outer Wilds. It's a space game, which is really cool. I got that on uh, on my computer. Uh, I just got that. And I'm sure that I've got, uh, you know, Pokemon's coming at Christmas time. We've got so much to play right now. I don't know that I can jump in with Sar- uh, Mario and Sonic um, at the Olympics. But I'm going to add it to my wish list. And if it goes on sale, then I might have to go ahead and buy that game and play it. Uh, it, it's a really doofy commercial though. I think that Nintendo could do better with their marketing. I think that they were doing better before, but whoever was in charge of this one, I, I, I'm not a fan of this particular commercial. All right. Anyway, I want to finish up by talking about Shintaro Furukawa, who is the current president of Nintendo. Uh, he did an interview with Time Magazine, and there's two quotes that I want to talk about very quickly. The first quote, and if you want to have a, if you want to read the whole article, and you should, it's a really good article. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Head to runjumpstomp.com. This is episode 423, and there is a uh, a link that takes you to the full article. Um, let's let's take a look at the first quote. The first quote says, "Nintendo is Nintendo because of our games, characters, and intellectual property. So giving our teams." The freedom to experiment with new ideas is something I strongly agree with. Expansion can't happen without the freedom to try something new and the courage to step into unfamiliar territory. And I love this comment. This comment completely epitomizes Nintendo. Nintendo has always been that company that will try to do something really weird and oddball. And sometimes it lands like weird, like Wii Sports. And sometimes it just flops like one, two switch. And although I think that was on the million seller list, which is kind of bananas. Although perhaps the reason it's on the million seller list is because it was a launch title for the switch. And there were so few launch titles for the switch. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm just doing something, for, doing that from memory. So I'm not positive if it was a million seller list. But anyway, let's move on. Um, that game uh, is a disaster, pretty much. Like, very few people recommended it. It got bad scores. Uh, it's it, it, it was a mistake, in my opinion. But I do like the idea that Nintendo believes that expansion can't happen without the freedom to try something new and the courage to step into unfamiliar territory. If there's ever been a thing, a sentence that explains who Nintendo is to a, as a gaming company, it is that sentence. So I love that Mr. Furukawa uh, has said that. I think that it's fantastic. He also said something else. He said... In terms of monetization, that's something that we decide on an app basis. I don't like the way that's that's phrased. In terms of monetization, that's something we decided on an app by app basis is what I think he meant to say, but it was uh, maybe maybe translated wrong. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, he, he goes on to say, it's something we decide looking at, a, at the game content of each app as well as the intellectual property used and the player we're targeting. 
We also look at how we can best have the players enjoy the game, as well as how we could be comfortable as how as well I can't talk as as well as how they would be comfortable in spending money. So let's unpack that real quick. It's not a huge surprise to hear them say this. Look at the look at the monetization items or, or models that Nintendo is currently using. On mobile, they are going all in on um, on Gachapon style, uh, you know, gambling monetization. Uh, they are going in for, you know, the the monetization model with. Oh my gosh, what is the name of that game that just I just had it in the tip of my brain and now I've forgotten Super Kirby Clash. There we go. Uh they they've gone in on Super Kirby Clash with that mobile model as well, not uh, where where you have to make sure that you, you know, get a certain number of gems and you can farm the gems and you know, you can you know, work together in order to get more gems, you know, to encourage you to 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 have as many gems as you can and you need gems in order to play. You know, so they've got that. But then they also have the model where a game is $60. And I know, I understand that, that, that it's good for Nintendo to try and keep a lot of different audiences happy by offering them the content and monetization model that they prefer. Myself, I prefer the buy the game and play the game model. But I, I do have to admit and understand that, that Nintendo is a company who needs to make money. And it's very hard for them to turn away the ridiculous amount of money that they're making from these other monetization models. I just really hope that they continue to decide this on an app-by-app app basis rather than say, okay, it's clear that we make the most money by doing the mobile model, let's go with that model and depend on whales to give us ridiculous sums of money while everybody else kind of forgets about us after playing a couple of times. I think that that would be bad for not only Nintendo, but the gaming industry as a whole. So uh, make sure again you check out the full interview with Time Magazine. It's a very interesting article. And uh, Mr. Furukawa, I think that for the most part, I, I feel like he's steering Nintendo in the right direction. Of course, he's still early days for him. So we will see how much he's executing that's all about his vision and that's not left over from Mr. Kimishima, his predecessor, or uh, Mr. Iwata, Mr. Kimishima's pre- predecessor. Anyway, let's wrap up. Become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You get a hold of me through email, uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com or on Twitter at runjumpstomp. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And listen, there's a bunch of shows. We've got Run Jump Stomp, a general gaming news show that comes out almost daily. We've got uh, StadiaCast, a weekly podcast all about Google Stadia. Of course, four times a week you get Nintendo Switchcraft. And uh, I've got a brand new show which is premiering on November 5th called 143 Pixels. 
very soon you're going to be able to subscribe to that uh, I'm going to put out like a little mini episode at the beginning, maybe an episode trailer. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to maybe edit it together, uh, a little episode trailer so that people know what to expect from that. And I'll post that as soon as I as soon as I can. And then uh, November 5th is when episode one will drop. And that episode is all about Skyrim. So uh, we'll talk more about that in the future. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Thanks for listening. I will see you guys next time. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.